I'm Matt. I'm Mitch. And we are the Moose.
Hey everyone, you're listening to Alex here on Radio 1 Chicago. So, molded in Chicago's thriving local scene and formed in the city's uh, western suburbs in 2012, we have the Moose here with us in studio. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi, thanks. Thank you. How you guys doing? Cold. Good? All good? Cold? Yeah, (laughs) frozen. Yeah, you guys had a long trek coming your way, right? Yeah, we walked Mm -hmm. like idiots. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, you guys came, you said from, from what? Ogilvy? Yeah, Ogilvy. yeah, we took the train in. You guys are nuts. So, well, I mean, walking from Ogilvy, that's like. Really dumb, right? Yeah, <laughs> right now, like crazy. I had to, where was I? I was in the West Loop and I was like, no. <laughs> like, I'm not, no, Uber. I, I was like, no. Yeah. Like, between train and Uber, I'm like, Uber. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome, guys. Uh, very excited to have you chat with us. So that song that we heard was Mr. Monday off of your um, 2016 EP, right? Mm-hmm. All Wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background, like how you guys grew up. I know you guys are brothers. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about how you guys formed as a band. Oh, just... Um, we all used to be part of separate bands when we were in high school, uh, even middle school. Uh, Dave was in a metal band. Me and Matt actually were in a metal band for a while together. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was in a band with some of my friends uh, in high school. And then everybody else went off to college. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and the drummer pretty much st- stuck around, you know, went to College of DuPage and stuff. And uh, uh, my one buddy went to Iowa. So we kind of had to disperse. And then I think about a year after I graduated in 2020, no, yeah, it no, that, no, it was that year. No, it was that, it year. Was that summer, yeah. wasn't it? We yeah. started playing together, yeah. which was weird because for years before that, we all played our respective instruments in different bands, but we never thought, because we've known Dave since we were about five, we never thought to be in a band together until we graduated for some reason. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it just never clicked. I'm no, like, hey, I mean, you know, you play, you know. You play. I'd, be no, over, I'd be over at the house, like, Yeah, he would hang out with us almost daily. Yeah. <laughs> I'd stay over there for like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Just like hide away. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He was the fifth child of yeah. our family, basically. <laughs> and so. Like, did you guys ever have, like, jam sessions, kind of, like, just play around, and then it just never occurred? And, like, hey, we should form a band, or it just never happened that you guys played together? We had a, like, an unofficial first show. Yeah. Um, me and Matt did some things with their other brother, Mike, and uh, we got invited to play, like, a graduation party, and then Mike couldn't do it, and we were like, Mitch, do you want to play? And then we played. I was a stand-in musician and then we didn't do anything else for like four years uh, four years years after that (laughs) and ironically enough uh, because we just played mr monday Mm -hmm. our name back then was mr monday Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. really so i think that yeah that's where that name comes from so i guess we were unofficially a band a long time before yeah so if we ever have like copyright issues and have to like change our name it'll probably just end up being mr monday mr monday you go (laughs) revert back to the original (laughs) (laughs) name uh so then after you guys started playing together um was it just like a very easy and kind of simple transition or did you find it hard kind of like collaborating no it was pretty easy i mean it clicked pretty well because we all liked most of the same music yeah um yeah so it just it came pretty naturally i think that was the whole reason that we were like hey let's just do this all the time because after that one show and then i don't even know what happened i think i just wanted to start like a musical project with mitch Mm -hmm. um and just yeah it was just gonna be like acoustic and then we were like just jamming with Dave, like showing him our songs and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, all right, I'll just like throw some parts in just to mess around." And it yeah, we good. wanted yeah. percussion in some songs at first, and then I want to say we played a show with Dave, and after that, we just 
think it was another you graduation started. party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Had to make our rounds and that stuff. Just like a backyard thing, yeah. kind of like yeah. just playing for friends and family kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and just came from there. Um, so where in the city are you from exactly? We're all from Lombard. Lombard. Um, yeah, just western the suburbs, suburbs yeah. like straight west. Mm-hmm. So how has growing up in the area kind of like formed the way, like, you know, your influences, or was it more of just like, you know, growing up and just listening to whatever your parents listened to kind of thing? For me, it was a lot of what my parents listened to, uh, especially my mom. She was really big into Pearl Jam and Guns N' Roses and stuff like that, classic rock, I guess. Yeah. And that's what shaped my interest at least yeah well for me i don't really think it had much to do with like geographic like location necessarily Mm -hmm. um sort of that like the suburbs had like this weird um i don't know if it was in the city too because i was like 13 i didn't come here that much but in the suburbs there's this weird like when emo music was huge this weird little pocket of like these metal bands that were just terrible and my (laughs) my, (laughs) yeah it was a lot of fun yeah and my sister's first boyfriend showed me like a lot of the music that kind of stemmed into like what I listen to now and like a lot of what my influences end up being. So yeah, not geographic as much for me as my sister's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel the same way. I probably just, there was always musical instruments and stuff in my house because my dad is a musician and his dad is a drummer as well. So I've just always been exposed to to that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's probably what helped me. And did you ever come into the city to see shows and then kind of, you know, go um, from there? Yeah. They did but like, I did. Yeah, I don't know. The local scene at that time mm-hmm. seemed like it was kind of dead, and I wasn't really allowed to do that stuff by myself until I was older. So, I mean, the first time I came into the city, like, quote-unquote city, was is all, all state arenas, like, that's Rosemont or something, right? Yeah, that's right? Rosemont. Okay, yeah, so that, that's where I saw my first show. But yeah, I don't know. We weren't like, I don't think any of us really regularly went to shows in the city until we became a band ourselves. And then we're like, oh, we should probably experience that before we like try and do it ourselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And how has playing, you know, like you have an upcoming show at the sub you know, how has playing at these kinds of venues in the city kind of, you know, vary from any that you played in the burbs? So much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like more people show up. And, like, yeah. <laughs> and also like, I don't know, different different atmosphere like people it's weird because like normally in just like every other aspect the suburbs people are friendlier than in the city Mm -hmm. but for some reason in like the musical community it's just a lot easier to like make friends in the city people a lot more receptive to like different kinds of music they don't just stay for their friend band and then leave yeah Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool yeah and i feel like uh you know chicago is very you know diverse in their in their music and you know, even if you don't like really that genre, you, like, people stick around and kind of just stay for the, you know, the environment. Yeah, and the alone. beer and stuff. Yeah. And the beer, <laughs> always. Like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, so I know you guys mentioned earlier that you guys were in metal bands, yeah. right? So how has, um, was it kind of like a, like a, you know, forethought that you, you know, like this, that this band wasn't going to be a metal band? Because you, your sound is a little bit more alternative, mm-hmm. indie, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, or did you want to like dabble that in the future? I mean, like, so Every Time I Die is unanimously, like, one of our favorite bands, and that's, like, a big metal band, like, one of the most popular, I feel like. Um, So that sort of plays into it, but I don't think any of us, we were all kind of, like, done with metal when we left our our metal bands. Yeah, we had had our fun at that point. Yeah, but it's weird that it's kind of, like, it's it started off as, like, an acoustic thing with just me and Mitch, and it's progressively gotten, like, not more metal, but definitely, like, heavier in terms of, like, guitar tones and, like, the overall, like, feel of the song, so... I don't know. I wouldn't say we're ever going to be metal again, but heavier. 
sort of. Mm -hmm. Definitely the influence plays a part for sure. Yeah, and then like how has that kind of changed, you know, your either your writing process or the way that you, you know, put the, you know, music to words? Um, you know, is it just your influences and like gro growing up with like, you know, Pearl Jam and, you know, those kinds of alternative groups? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's made songwriting more fun. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like changed the way we do it I that much. It's made us so we're not so verse chorus verse chorus verse chorus yeah yeah, yeah if we because if we write yeah, like yeah. a like a breakdown or something we just keep it just because like or i feel like, like all of us still kind of miss playing those like heavy parts yeah yeah just some headbanging yeah <laughs> just throw a little you know dash yeah, of yeah, headbanging in there it happens sometimes definitely <laughs> cool yeah, we, yeah. Oh. we also like to just jam sometimes with like no like we want we like having sections of our songs be just instrumental mm -hmm. or something like that so I feel like every time Dad yeah, does that totally. quite a bit. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's definitely uh, dive into uh, another one of the songs. Um, so you do have the two albums that I kind of want to like touch in a little bit later, um, combining the All Wax and No Wick. Um, so this next song, did, which did you prefer want to jump oh, into? Hold My Hand and Walk Me Through. That's hold my hand and walk me through yeah. that's off of all wax Correct. then too yeah all right well let's dive in uh you're listening to alex here 616 on radio one chicago talking with members of the moose
everyone, welcome back. You're listening to Alex here on Radio in Chicago chatting with members of The Moose. Uh, so that was Hold My Hand and Walk Me Through, right? Yeah. Off of All Wax. Um, so tell us a little bit more about um, how these two EPs, um, so there's some space and time in between the two releases, um, but tell us like what your concept and idea was because they're kind of similar art-wise. Um, they kind of, you know, they're a little cohesive. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. Well, we recorded them all, like those eight songs all at the same time. Um, and it wasn't enough for a full length, and we didn't really want to do that because, like, we were trying to shop to labels and stuff like that. And we had heard that they don't typically pick up full lengths. So it's better to put out an EP, whatever. Um, they want to know that you have material in your back pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would pick you up. They can just hit the ground running with you. Right. So that was a lot of the point of splitting it up like that. Is so we could be like, we have this, and then we still have this stuff ready to go, basically. Um, and then it also turned into like, you know, we're poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, instead of having like two runs of CDs, we could just combine. And like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, yeah. nobody has CD players. A lot of times, new cars don't even have CD players. Computers don't. So we were like, CDs are kind of novelty to begin with. So how do we make it like more like basically people want to actually pick up the CD instead of just be like, nah, we'll stream it. Um, so we put the two EPs together and then added like four extra songs. Um, to just kind of make it more like, man, you got to get the CD. It, it, just streaming it isn't like, you know, the full package type of deal. Almost like a volume set. That's what it yeah, kind of sounds sort of. like. It comes in like a package yeah. and then, you know, you get a little extra when you get the whole right, thing exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so what kind of, was it um, like a story that you wanted to tell your listeners? Was it, you know, can you, you know, do you prefer listening to All Wax first and then go into um, No Wick or vice versa or kind of just, you know, listen as your leisure? Yeah. I like to put the CD in and listen to it front to back. Personally, I like the order that we picked it on the full length. Yeah, yeah, on the full length, <coughs> definitely. I wouldn't say it's like a story, though. Just sort of, we tried to get, like, the vibe of all of the songs to kind of, like, flow easily. So, like, if you are going to listen to it front to back, it's like, you know, one song going to the next one, it kind of carries one feeling over and then maybe changes it halfway through and then, like, so on and so forth throughout the, the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, um, you know, like listening to No Wick, I feel like that's kind of like what happens. You know, you listen to it and then, um, you know, like when you guys came in, I asked if we could, you know, end with three. Just because I, I, li- I really like that song and it was just kind Thank of like know. a very surprise ending yeah. uh, compared to, you know, the three tracks before it. And then even listening to um, All Wax, even, you know, it was a, kind of like a twist, you know, to it all. Yeah. Um, was there a purpose for that at all? Kind of like, you know, slowing it down a little bit and adding, you know, that to it? I don't know if it was on purpose, but yeah, I feel like a common trend that's been happening with all our releases is like the last song always ends up sounding more like the next release. And I think that happened a lot with Three as well. Yeah, because that was definitely the last song that we wrote out of all of those, I would say. And so, like, as our, I guess, style, um, I don't want to say, like, evolves, um, as our style evolves, it's sort of like the last, yeah, like you said, the last song on every release ends up being like sort of a preview of like the next stuff. So I guess that was just like the most, for us, the most mature song on both of those releases. And it's a good reflection of like what's coming next. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And um, so when you're writing, is it a collaborative effort or is it mm-hmm. um, just yeah. kind of like one person dedicated? Well, most of the time, it'll be one of us will come with a part. And the other two will just kind of jump in and play our respective instruments 
to whatever that person's playing and mm-hmm. yeah it's just kind of goes from a there lot of, and then a lot of jamming yeah, yeah. <laughs> hours yeah, and hours a lot of jamming. jamming the same part over and over again <laughs> yeah which until we find something we like yeah yeah <laughs> some of those songs end up a metal song though and then we just don't use it we all just get too excited and end up playing like a breakdown we're like no wait wait rewind <laughs> i like, can't go back no, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask like does it ever you know do you ever feel like you, oh like i need piano or something you know like adding another instrument another dimension to the songs yeah but usually that step comes like in, during the recording process gotcha. um because like when we're all because you know we're just a three-piece so like we've all got like a lot of stuff to focus on um so when we're actually just writing sort of I don't know, when we write a song, it's usually, like, bare bones, and we'll go into the studio, and once we're there and have all the, like, instrumentals laid out, we're like, okay, it could actually use a little bit of this. And sometimes it'll change once the vocals go in. Um, that's usually, like, not post-production, I guess. I don't know, just, like, during the recording process, yeah. that'll happen. And then do you guys change it up at all? Like, when you're performing live, like, whether it's, you know, in a venue in Chicago or back home kind of thing, um, you know, do you ever add in something new uh, and yeah i think so i think we'll play it differently just to kind of change it up so don't get like too bored or anything like that because we'll play the same song a hundred times in a month yeah. <laughs> especially when we were on tour i was getting pretty burnt out on those same eight songs we played night yeah. after night yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah it's fun to switch things up we'll make especially Mitch throw in like a woo or something yeah. <laughs> yeah or like you know slow parts down or speed parts up or whatever like change them a little bit i don't know i like when we fun. do acoustic sets because we can change things up a lot. Yeah. It's almost like rewriting the song or yeah. like covering it. Slow yeah. it down by a couple beats yeah. per measure or something. Yeah. How often do you kind of switch between, you know, having the three piece versus like acoustic? Or is it all we acoustic? Do, yeah. We still do together. a three piece when we do acoustic. Mm-hmm. Dave plays something called a cajon. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty rare that just me and Matt will do an we acoustic do. set. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also pretty rare that we do acoustic shows to begin with. We yeah. don't do a lot of those. Lately. First, we did quite a few, I thought. Yeah. <coughs> cool. All right. Well, um, where are you guys performing next? Um, please tell us uh, where we can find you on social media, Facebook, okay. all that good stuff. Um, so we are performing next at the Subterranean downstairs on January 17th. Um, on social media, everything that we have is basically our handle for everything is at the Moose, the band. So, like, that's Facebook, Twitter, um, Tumblr, if people still do that, I don't know. Do people I don't still know. Do Instagram. I never used Tumblr. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't really into it. It's like Snapchat. I, was, I never I wasn't used Snapchat. Cool enough, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I never used it. Um, yeah, Instagram, the Moose, the band, website, all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. I have to ask why? Why the moose? Is it like a favorite animal well, kind of thing? A, there's or a, or a few different reasons. Yeah, there's a few different. Well, Matt or Dave used to call Matt and still does. Moose. Um, Moose. We had a dog. No idea why. I we, don't know had a, where came from. we had a dog, which our first EP, she's on the first EP, her, her yeah, picture yeah, is. Yeah. And, and a couple sweaters. Her too. nickname was the Moose. She was, yeah. And then um, I think all of our favorite animals, the Moose. Yeah. Well, it's up our, there. Yeah. And our dad <laughs> was part of this thing called oh, the Moose Family Fraternity. Family. Uh, I, there's like a bunch of those in the suburbs. I don't know if they're in the city at all, but he used to be a part of that. Just a lot of stuff that fed into it. It felt right. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty lot. common. I never really hear moose too often in the city. Like, yeah. Like, it's like not a word that kind of comes up in my daily, you know, on the yeah. reg. So. It, gets, it gets weird looks when someone's like, what's your band name? The moose? They're like, is it? That's what you <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The from Canada? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, maybe. I was like, wait, we're only Chicago, so that's not going to work. Yeah. 
Very cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and chatting with us. Um, we'll check you out at the Sub T on January 17th. Uh, so I'm very excited to, you know, dive in and share out um, the last song that we were talking about off of uh, Nowick. Um, this is Three. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. My hands in my pockets, making my way towards the heat and the sound of Silver screen dreams I wrote on the note I slipped under the I'm on my way up You're tearing me down I'm on my way up You're standing around Keep telling myself it's okay to be true 